Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Wednesday. It's the 30th of November. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Democrats gathering in Washington to consider shaking up the order of their 2024 presidential primary are waiting on President Joe Biden. The Democrats are holding out to see if Biden will endorse stripping Iowa's caucus of its traditional leadoff spot or discourage major changes that could affect his potential re-election bid. The Democratic National Committee's rulemaking arm begins meeting on Friday to decide which states should be first four to vote, while considering adding a fifth slot before Super Tuesday. A primary calendar decision could force Biden to broach a subject he'd prefer not to consider yet. The CEO of Iowa's largest homeless shelter says a key indicator suggests more Iowans may become homeless in the months ahead. Melissa O'Neill is the CEO of Central Iowa Shelter and Services and says just before people can no longer afford to pay a rent or mortgage, the last thing they stop buying is food. She says that's an indicator of what will be seen in emergency shelters. Officials who manage Iowa food banks and food pantries say demand is rising. And for example, yesterday morning, Central Iowa Shelter and Services provided breakfast to 169 people who were living temporarily in the agency's apartments in downtown Des Moines. At 9 a.m., O'Neill says the breakfast room is opened up to others who are homeless. With our community kitchen program, our numbers have remained steady. Uh, We haven't seen a huge influx of additional need or services or support at this time. But she says they're bracing for an increase due to the data about rising food insecurity. The latest federal data for the entire state indicates over 2,000 Iowans were staying in a homeless shelter in January of 2021. Officials estimate up to 500 other Iowans were living in vehicles, homeless camps, or other unsheltered environments. An activist group claims Johnson County didn't do enough outreach to the Congolese community for its direct assistance program. But as IPR's Zachary Oren-Smith reports, it's not that simple. Escuchimi Vos is calling on the county to reopen its direct assistance program, claiming some Congolese residents never applied because they didn't know about it. Samplis Pailinda is a Congolese resident of Iowa City. He says he only heard about the program after its deadline. Right now, I think we are late because the situation is already passed. But Johnson County did reach out to the Congolese community. It made applications available in languages like French. It partnered with institutions like the Center for Worker Justice to help people apply. It also engaged with Congolese community leaders to get out the word. Johnson County was the only one of 99 counties that put American Rescue Plan dollars directly into the pockets of low-income residents. Authorities in the Fort Dodge area are searching for the body of a newborn. The Webster County Telecommunications Center received information indicating a female had given birth to a child at her home. The newborn died and the baby's body was moved to another location. Police say they've followed many leads. Crime Stoppers is offering a $1,000 reward for information that would lead directly to the discovery of the newborn's body. And the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is agreeing to consider changes to levees along the Missouri River in an effort to avoid a repeat of recent major floods. State officials in Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, and Nebraska worked together to suggest changes to reduce the risks following the 2019 flood. Colonel Travis Rayfield is commander of the Corps' Kansas City District and says federal law restricts what they can do when rebuilding levees that were broken by floodwaters. When you do a study, that'll allow us to, in our verbiage, we do a study, which is really an informal plan, 
will give us a chance to relook how we've aligned levees and structural solutions. So what does that mean? It gives us our first chance to maybe move levees or other physical structures to let the water go through in a better manner. The first part of this new agreement will study the river's flow from South Dakota all the way down to St. Louis. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.